that time of week when you let your mind wander into the unknown. Join me, Russ, and the rest of the Essex Ghost Hunters team as we discuss everything paranormal. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms. Facebook at Essex Ghost Hunters. Instagram at Essex Ghost Hunters. Twitter at ESX Ghost Hunters. And please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Essex Ghost Hunters. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome along to another episode of the Essex Ghost Hunters podcast. Today, we are joined by lovely team member Kim, and we are going to talk about haunted objects. Now, I just want to start by saying, guys, um, a big thank you to everybody who is downloading the podcast. We've had up to 200 downloads since this has started, and it's I only started it off just to give you know our, our regulars and our, our listeners and watchers on Facebook just another dimension. I didn't think we was going to get this many followers and downloads to it. So for all the people that are watching, uh, watching, listening, I should say, thank you so, so much. You, you know, you're, you're doing us proud. Thank you so much. And just share it about for us, guys. Let's get it everywhere. So we're going to talk about the old haunted objects. Now, a few weeks ago, we did a, a live with some haunted objects. And two dolls that team member Kim had. Say hi, Kim. Hi. Kim is with us. Um, she had two dolls that she kept in the garage. And I believe they come from your nan. My nan. Your yeah, nan. they're from a nan. And I was a little bit sceptical. Um, I don't, it's not, I wasn't sceptical of Kim. I was more sceptical of, do I necessarily believe in haunted objects? So Kim said, well, do you want them? I said, well, as much as I did believe it, I thought it was I undenied. I thought, well, yes, we can, because we can do some interactive stuff on our Facebook pages and our social media pages. So Kim dropped them off. And for the, for the first couple of weeks that I had them, I had, I had no, I had nothing. Apart from one time, Kim texted me and said, can you move the dolls apart, spread them? So put one somewhere in one another place. So I did that, but I kept them in the sort of same vicinity. I put one on top of a printer and one below the printer. I took a picture, went back, and the dolls had moved back to each other. Um, so I thought, okay, this is now must be telling me I need to be more interactive on Facebook and their social media platforms with them. So we did a live feed with them, with me next to them. And that night was very, very odd, to say the least. Um, I had my air conditioning turn on, which you need a remote to be turned on. I had the heating come on, and you need to turn that bit to come on. And most weirdly of all, I had the shower turn on, all within the sake of six hours, because by the time I'd sort of left the feed at one o'clock in the morning to when I got up at eight o'clock in the morning, that's a very short space of time for a lot of activity to happen. So... I'm just going to let Kim give us a little brief rundown because they are Kim's dolls, even though they're in my capable hands at the moment. And I think they're going to be passed around a few team members eventually once lockdown is over. So Kim, can you just give us a sort of a, a what 
why and how you got them and this, that and that? Yep. So my nan had these dolls first. Um, and speaking to my mum, we think that she got them from a charity shop because like most nans, they love a charity shop, don't they? So she's got these two dolls and obviously brought them home and they've sat on her fireplace, you know, the bottom of the fireplace together for ages. That's where I remember them from. When my nan passed away um, 10 years ago, these dolls were going to be chucked out. So being a little bit sentimental, not realising, um, I said, I love them. Don't throw them away. They're my nan's. I love them. So they went in a shoebox. And I didn't really, I never put them on display. I don't like dolls. I'm not a particular fan of them, but they're my nans. So they went in a shoebox. They have been various moves with me as I've moved house. They then ended up in the garage. Now, they were with my ex-husband for a while. And it wasn't until we were talking about haunted objects that it came up. And I thought, oh, they're in the garage. I'll get those out. Now, we now know that they've been with our family for at least 15 years. We have no idea where they came from because of the charity shop. Um, and obviously, they've been with me now for 10 years. But they're always kept in the garage. I don't like touching them. I don't like being anywhere near them. I get a horrible feeling off them. I have no problem at all with the boy doll I can pick him up I can whatever it doesn't matter the female doll though and I know it's been the other way around but the female doll I can't even touch I get nervous my hands start sweating I feel sick I get a funny smell from her I just there's something about that doll from what we've seen though when you separate them and they come sort of back together again I now think all the the activity around the male doll maybe that's why because if I separate them and I hold the female doll I feel absolutely sick I don't like it so it makes me put them back together again yeah I was just about to say that because yeah. over the life like we've obviously we've had them sort of doing doll cam on the Facebook feed the last couple of um sort of weeks and yeah. a lot of people have like including simon have said it's the male doll that is the more let's just say has more energy what yeah what, what, what the energy is coming from i don't know now being in the room with them mm. i i can't say i feel energy coming off them but i definitely feel so so when the when they're when we've got the live camera going, obviously I'm sitting in the same room, but trying to avoid them. The energy in the room definitely changes. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people have been saying that it's the boy doll that has been causing the issues. Now, as well, mm. sort of, as along them lines, I think you sort of answered my question a little bit. When you pick up the girl doll, do you think it's the feeling of how she's feeling against the energy against the boy doll? Do you feel it's like a, I won't say it's a protection mechanism. I don't want to sort of say that, but like if, if you pick her up and you're fit, you know, she's feeling, you say you feel sick, you feel uncomfortable. Is that just because she maybe 
that's what that energy from that doll is feeling. Mm. I don't really know, but it's only when they're apart because obviously we've done lives where I've had them here with me and they've been on a chair together right beside me. And although I don't like it because there is an energy that comes off them, I don't feel sick until I pick her up and take her away from him. Now that could be the space of a foot away or I could be taking them across the room from each other. It doesn't matter, but it's her I get the feeling of. Now, if I pick him up separately, I don't get that feeling. I don't get a bad feeling off him. But I now think maybe it is the case of, because I'm taking her away, it's given me that feeling so that I do put her back with him. So it does make me wonder if it is him. And if you take her away, he makes you feel like that. Yes, that's so what it's not. Yeah, so it's not about her energy at all. It could be him. And when you take him away, it's almost like it, it. I'm not saying it is, but it almost may feel like she's getting a break from it. So it's not mm. her energy that's going to suppress. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying like I say. It's one of these things that with haunted objects, guys. That I, I'm very much on the fence with, even though. I've, I have the dolls and there is definitely something happening with the dolls. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say that they're coming from the dolls or it might just be an energy coming into them dolls from like previous owners, like past your nan or so forth. Um, I say we've, we've had names sort of been given to us. One of the names that stuck out all the way through is Dorothy. Um, yeah. I feed. So we, we are, we're sort of having a look into that. We know we can't tie it to any members of Kim's family, but I'm actually in the process of looking at the history of where I live, just in case this name is being brought, just to try and rule out the, the actual, the, um, the name Dorothy. But we, when we've sort of, the, these dolls, when I sort of talk about the energy, and I know you've you now given them to me, and I've kept them, in my house and I've kept them sort of under where I'm sitting now. I know you guys can't see it, but I'm on my desk and they're just they're nicely placed underneath my desk. And strangely enough, they're on a blanket. I have placed them on a blanket. Um, mm. I don't want them to sort of just rest on bare, bare wood. Do you know what I mean? It's not the fact of I feel like I need to give them a blanket. I just think it's more of a protection thing. But now I'm sitting over here and now I'm doing the recording. <laughs> I can't help but feel a funny energy that is around. But once again, I'm not saying they're coming from the dolls, but maybe an energy associated with them dolls is coming forward. Yeah. Um, I sort of want to sort of put a sort of a general, what is your feeling of haunted objects in general, Kim? Like taking your experiences with the dolls and not with the dolls. Yeah, well, I obviously, I looked into the dolls as well. And from the history of dolls like that, they're from a Cathay collection, which are made in America. So they could have all sorts of history attached to them. It's just that we don't know. Haunted objects in general. Um, I'm a bit like you. I'm a bit on the fence with that one. But I will say that I will not have stuff in my house that has either a history to it that I don't know or is old. So stuff like antique shops, I avoid like the plague. Only because I'm very much, um, the way my sensitive 
whatever you want to call it gift or whatever um works is i can touch an object and get all those feelings from it and i don't like it a lot of the time it's not nice it's made me ill it's made me feel sick it's made me um get run down depending on what i touch um even to the point if i go into a place that has old wood in it or anything i will put my hands in my pockets and i won't touch it because that's how i feel and how i get a sense of what was in that building and the energy of it yeah now i'm still on the fence with haunted objects because some people say it's like the objects are alive mm -hmm. and inanimate objects are not alive i don't care what anyone says but do they soak up memories and energies that's the big question isn't it so yes like the places if i touch a place or touch wood in an old place or like the jail cells at prison stuff like that you're going into sort of the realms of the whole stone tape theory yeah. and things like that that i say i'm more believing yes yeah. than the whole haunted objects thing yeah but if I believe in that, then there has to be an element of truth to objects picking up feelings, memories, stuff like that. No, so I am, very, I am very much on the fence. If I can't explain something, then yes, I will say maybe it's paranormal. But you know, you say we, you say we have got team members as well, like Jay, a team mm -hmm. he loves a haunted object, and he'll he'll go around not looking in like antique shops, but he he, he trawls the internet and. You know, yes, he has had trouble with it, but there's nothing that we can't really deal with. Yeah. Um, and there has been sort of a case of his photos that he got sent. And he, to be to be fair, he never bought them as a haunted object. He just liked the photo and to display in his property, which is fair. Like we've done it, we see a photo, we want to buy it. But yep. coming this photo was a free gift or a free photo, which was very much a Latin scribe, which you've seen on the when we did our haunted. <laughs> Um, video feed now that was the problem and I feel that I won't say Jay got duped into it because he liked the photo but the person who was selling that photo knew what they were doing and they've got rid of that and just passed it on to someone else because they didn't know what they were doing um, kind of like I have with the dogs yeah when we're saying you know the stone tape theory that's where I you yeah. know if there is someone who's had them dolls, Kim, that has with their pride and joy and mm. they passed away and they passed away and their dolls got put into sort of the, you know, the, the charity shop and, you know, would they be offended by that? You know, it's like they were their pride and joy. Their family mm. have just got these dolls and gone, well, we don't want them, put them in a charity shop. So their pride yeah. and joy has just been thrown away. So yeah. how I put it is like, how I would see it is that if if there was someone before your nan that had these dolls and they were just turfed away, would she be sort of upset or it could even be a him for all we know, would she, could their energies be upset that what has happened to her dolls or his dolls? Because I see you've done the right thing. The dolls when you when your nan passed or we and you've taken the dolls, it's like to mm. say, well hang on a minute, they she she cherished them dolls they were her dolls i can't bear to throw them because we're getting an energy from them that you feel that you need to keep them even yeah. though a funny feeling you still haven't discarded them dolls from your nan's energy 
so is what is that is that how I sort of see it is you know when we pass on rings you know like you you know like when nans and mums leave rings in wills to certain members of the family how many times do I don't know if you come across it when we do readings or give someone's goes the ring's gone to the wrong person the ring yeah. person now I know that person is telling me but is it is is what I'd like to know sometimes is if that if the the ring has gone to the wrong person is the person that's got the ring having issues yeah yeah good point I've never because it's such a when you do readings and do things like that it's a, it's quite a, a subject that you think I can't really go down because it would upset too many people but I sit there so many mm. times think I'd love to ask a question can you go and ask that person who's got the ring I don't care if you don't talk to them are they having a lot of crap yeah that's sort of how I see uh, the haunted object scenario mm. is sort of based around very loosely I'm not saying, you know, I'm not, I will not sit here and say I don't think everything object is not haunted because I say, as you've said in pre, like in the, the conversation, is when we go into venues and we can put our hand on a, a wooden railing or mm. go into museums and you pick up something and you think, oh, bloody hell, that's giving me the shivers. That is holding energy. And mm. that's, you know, can anything hold energy? Yeah, I do think we can. Um, and that's how I sort of see along the lines of haunted objects. Yeah. It's, it's one of them things that can really sort of disappear away. Um, I think over time it will subside. Don't get me wrong. I think it will subside over time. So there's that famous one, isn't there, in America? I can't, I never get his name. John Z Zacharis or something, the haunted collector. Oh, Zafia, yeah. Yeah. And to be fair, as much as I don't necessarily believe in the objects, I actually find his programs quite inter interesting. Mm. I sort of sometimes see it as he, he puts it as the objects are haunted and he takes them away. But then I sort of see it as, as a calling. Yeah. It's not, a, it's not necessarily that hob object is haunted, but maybe the house or the presence of is haunted and it's getting their attention to come and get that object because it could cause more trouble in the future. Yeah, or it's in the wrong hands, like you said. Yes. Mm. Obviously, the I think the most, you know, when we talk about haunted objects, the most famous one is the Annabelle doll. Yes. Still, you know, it's still, um, it's still a big talk subject throughout of time at the moment. And I was, what I've been, I've, I've sort of, paid attention to the Annabelle doll because obviously the the Warrens had it previously and I've read the book mm -hmm. about the Annabelle doll and I've tried to stay away from the the film because I think it's more Hollywood than you know they, they're going to make it more more haunted and more dangerous more, more dramatic yes yeah. that's the word I'm looking for yeah. and so when you sort of read the books and all that about the Warrens and what they was actually feeling about the doll Mm. I, you, know, you do get the sense of there was some sort of energy attached to it and once again was it in the wrong hands now i was watching a recent uh, you know we've over, within the last 12 months there was an episode of is it ghost adventures with zach the bloke yeah. wears a mask and he, yeah. he did the episode on the annabelle doll i think it was around halloween yep the son 
brought the Warren's son brought the doll to his museum. Mm. See the episode? Yeah, I think they've just repeated it last week. It was on again. And the the thing that caught my eye, or the thing that was I was really drawn to, was that he took the doll out of the box. Mm. He placed the box. This is the son. He placed the doll on the seat, and he told uh, it's Zach Zach Bagins, isn't it? Am I saying that right? Yeah, yeah. Touch the doll. Under no circumstances do you touch that doll. Now. That to me is like a red flag to the ball anyway. If someone tells me not to do it, you're going to want to do it. It's, <laughs> yeah, definitely. it's like, don't press the red button, but you're going to press the red button sort of thing. He said, I'm the only one allowed to touch the doll, not you, blah, blah, blah. And Zach got sort of overtaken by a presence or, and he touched the doll. Now, the son said if you touch this doll blah 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 you're going to become bad things are going to happen you're going to be possessed and all things like that the thing that caught my eye was well it, uh, is are you possessed is the is the energy of that doll now controlling the sun because he was very very um pos possessive and protective of that doll yeah, he's adamant about it, isn't he? That yeah. only he touches it, nobody else. Yeah. And I, and I watched the programme, I'm thinking, am I, you know, is everyone here missing the bigger picture of if he touches the doll, say if Zach touches a doll and the energy jumps, say that mm. he's saying, for the, you know, is he going to lose his power against that doll? So it goes from sort of the son who's got the doll at the moment and is holding sort of, the power of what's ever in that doll. And if he mm. touches it, then that jumps to him and he loses the power. It's sort of like a, I found it very odd. When I was watching it, I was, I was getting sort of messages thinking, there's something not right there about the, the owner of the doll at this present time. Yeah. We've seen it with different things on there as well, because um, I'm not saying it's all true or anything, because they're very dramatic. But he has got a haunted museum and you see it with other objects as well. They have um, stuff brought in all the time and the owners will not let him touch it. Hmm. But then you have to think, do they, because they're so possessive over it and they're like, well, I'm the owner, only I can do it. Is that more possessive because they don't want to pass that energy on for someone else to become the owner? Because that's the energy and that's the way it's, not possessing them, but I know what you mean, the way the energy attaches itself to that owner at the time so it's very i don't know there's been a few dolls like that though hasn't there where it's, whatever's it's, attached to them there's been a few objects like that as you know it's, yeah. all, it's like the owner of that object it's like you was for example let's take your dolls for example yeah you have willingly handed them to me yeah so I've taken sort of looking after them for you. I could never see any of them handing a doll to another person. No. It feels like they're their dolls. They're their, or their, uh, I won't say dolls, they're haunted objects. And whatever mm. power or suggested haunted power they have is hanging on to them and they have it. And they don't want to give it to no one else. Yeah. And it's, you know, is that sort of, 
that's what I'm, that's where I'm going with it. I think uh, when I was watching that episode, I'm thinking I'm missing the bigger picture here, Russ. You know, I'm looking at this program, thinking, "Don't touch it, Zach. Whatever you do." But I'm thinking, well, why can't he allow to touch it? Sure, it's yeah. he's a paranormal investigator. That's his job. And it's if someone said if someone put that Annabelle doe in front of me and said to me, Russ, do not touch it. The first thing I'm going to do is bloody touch it. Yeah, and me. <laughs> I'm thinking, well, that's this is my you know this is my hobby. If yeah. there's something paranormal, I my job is there to try and disprove it or not to disprove it. And it was almost to feel like if I was in that room, I would have touched that doll. That bloke or the the new the, the Warren son would have come out and thumped me for touching it. Mm. You know, they say, all oh, the energy, don't look at it, don't touch it. It's like, well, I'm sorry, I'm sure that's down to me as a parent, you know, I wouldn't, I don't think it should be any Tom, Dick and Harry going in there and touching it. But someone mm-hmm. working as, like, quite high established in the paranormal world, as in Zach Bagans is, surely you should have a choice of to touch that or not. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. But again, you've you've got to think as well. If this energy is taking over an object and then, say, chooses its owner, is that then, when you say don't touch it, it'll make you sick, is that the energy doing that because it wants to be with that person? So, say my dolls being away from me made everyone sick, and then they're fine when they're back with me. Is that because the energy attached to those dolls wants to be with me? So it makes everybody else sick so that they get given back. Do you know what I mean? So does the energy affect who owns them as well? So when you say it possesses them and they get really possessive over it and they don't want people to touch it, is that because that energy is doing that because it wants that owner at the time? Yes. Yeah, that is... That's another way of... How I sort of see it, to be fair. I I do see it. It's like he was too, for my liking, he was Mm. too protective over that doll. Yeah, I can understand, you know, you know what his mother and father were doing, and what what realm sort of what they were dealing with. I can I, I can understand that, but there's a point of where you say no, and there's a point of being possessed and saying no. Yeah, me, when he was saying you can't touch it, it was an aggressive you can't touch it, more than look, Zach, I know what you do in the, you know in the paranormal world. I'm so, I'm, I'm advising you strongly not to touch it. He was saying, if you touch this doll, I'm taking it away. Yeah. And I thought, I'm sorry, you don't, you know, I know his mum and dad were very, very high in the paranormal world. But when we look at a broad spectrum of the paranormal field that we watch Mm. nowadays, Zach Bagans is probably up there with the Fred and uh, Fred, Ed and Lorraine Warren. In, in our sort of spectrum of paranormal investigators. Yeah. Because that's what we watch. You know, back in the day, that's what people would have listened to about the Warrens. And they wouldn't have had... So he has got a stature, and I think he should... Personally, he should have been allowed to investigate it more under his... Yeah. Under his... Uh, a self-esteem more than being told what he can't and can't do. Especially things like that, because to investigate it fully, you want different people to touch it. You want to know what energies you're getting from it. That's I can't see how you can do a full investigation by saying, "Here's my haunted object, but don't go near it." 
yeah. it, it doesn't work like that. You can't get every angle covered on that investigation if you are stopped from doing things. So if someone's getting that possessive over something, then you have to think, hmm, what's going on here? Yeah, yes. Uh, and, that's, and that's why I like the haunted collector. Because mm. sometimes, you ne you, sometimes when they go into the property or the, the location, they don't know what they're looking for. They know they're looking for an object, but sometimes they dig up floors and beat down walls to get to a cavity. Yeah. Think well, if that was if that was me coming into my house and you're thinking, um, there's something haunted here. You know, I wouldn't necessarily put it to an object. If I'm calling somebody in, I'm thinking, well, it's not an object at the first. I've just got some something haunting me. But then they let them break down walls because that's where the energy's coming from. They normally find like a mummified cat or something, or yeah. an object in the wall like a gun or a clock, which I've seen. And you think, well, hang on a minute. They didn't know that was in there. But they've, like, you know, out of a process of elimination through equipment and um, mediums, they've got to that location of that wall. Yeah. Under, I've seen them put like cameras underneath the buildings to try and find if there's anything underneath the buildings. And they, they you know, nine times out of ten, they do find something. So that's, yeah. where, you know, that's what I like to see, like the investigation side of it. No one has been allowed to investigate that dull, like you said. Yeah. Yeah, you can't, you can't investigate an object fully unless you're allowed to do these things. It's like me saying, right, Russ, take these dogs, but don't put them on camera. Don't touch them. Yeah. Put them in a corner. Don't separate them. Don't, I want them back. Don't, like, how can you, you just can't, you cannot do a full investigation and rule out natural things as well. If you cannot do a full investigation by touching them, smelling them, feeling them, moving them about, and, it just doesn't work. And one of my main, sort of, I will sort of start concluding now, guys, but my main, my main sort of thought pattern with the Annabelle doll or dolls is why is that, why has that energy gone in there and then why can't mm. it come out? We work, you know, we work within the paranormal film. We walk, we walk into locations and we've got energy all around us. We know if someone's walking towards us. We know if someone's over our right shoulder, our left shoulder. We know where this spirit is. But it's not attached to anything. Who, as, so it's what I, I suppose my main question is, the Annabelle doll, has someone put that spirit into it and it can't leave? Or is it just a load of old tiswas and there's nothing there and it's just in the process of imagination? Because I don't know if a spirit would can be held to something like that. But then you're looking as at if you go down that line, you're looking at it as in someone has conjured something or trapped something in it. What if it's a case of, well, someone just loved it so much that they can't let it go? So they hang around the object. Yes. Those, my dolls are made as a wedding present. That is what they are made for. So at some point, somebody has been given them as a wedding present. Yeah. So is it a case of there's still an energy around them because they love them so much that that is their object. So they just haven't left it. So not a case of putting a spirit into it or possessing the object 
but is it just because that object was theirs it was taken care of by them so their energy is now attached to it because we get lovely haunted objects that have lovely feelings off them feelings of love and peace and calm it's not just the stuff that moves and gives you a bad feeling it's good stuff as well so if say my nan my nan's jewelry has her feeling on it which has got her smell it's got that loving feeling you can tell it's hers i could lay it out and give it to you now you'd pick it out it doesn't have to be a bad feeling so could it be that the owner is just so whether they're good people or bad people that is their object so their energy is attached to that object and to be th to be i've just sat here now you've just explained all that now going back to your dolls wedding mm -hmm. present yep to say the energy that they were given to, as you say they were given to as a wedding present now you've picked up that it, you feel it's sorry the male doll yeah no the the girl doll the female doll yeah female makes you feel doll. as you pick it up you feel anger and things like that what's to say that them dolls that were given to these couple as a wedding present haven't separated one of them's cheated on each other yeah because if you can touch the male doll and not get anything you'd feel that's okay but the girl the woman doll perhaps the male has cheated or whatever however you look upon it you know you could have that sort of energy in there they were given yeah. as a gift as that you know so that gift of wedding is you know a bond and they've split or whatever but say if it wasn't an amicable split mm. you know it wasn't it was like well he cheated or she cheated one of them's passed or they both died now or whatever that anger could still be within one of them dolls which you're quite well it's not it's not an evil energy but it is a a negative feel of energy yeah or if you're going to look at it like that he doesn't like being away from her does he yeah. and they keep drawn back together so was it a marriage where he was really possessive and that's now in the doll and they don't like being a he doesn't like being apart from her because of that i i, I it, no, I, I i i think well my, <laughs> my belief now is that is the link I've yeah. sat there now and i feel knowing to be fair i know they're bride and groom the dolls but I never ever placed it to think you would give them as a wedding present. I'd never thought of that. Yeah. I, I know that's stupid, but I just thought that was just a doll with them and you just bought them as that. But if they're a wedding gift, they've given, you know, or even the person that's given that gift, say if it was Nan, a great Nan that has given them gift to a daughter or a great granddaughter, mm. and then something has gone on drastically and, then the person in spirit didn't like it. It could be a number of things that has gone on there. Yeah, it could just be that, like the separation, what if they were part of a divorce and they got shoved in a, a charity shop yeah. and whoever gave it to him doesn't like it? Exactly, it yeah. Could, it could be anything, and could I be think, any energy. And I do believe that is sort of just any energy, anything to do with a haunted object is, I won't say a spirit or a negative soul lives within an object um I'm, I'm still to be proven that and that's a part mm. of it, I don't know. but can an energy be associated with an object a hundred percent i think with the dolls that i've taken possession in um 
has sort of given me a little bit of belief in that. I don't think there is an energy trapped inside of them. Um, I don't think I can conjure anything out of it, or but I think an energy that is surrounding it is there. Yeah, definitely. And I think that goes for all sort of haunted objects, for my belief anyway, at the moment. And yeah. if, the, if, if some hook or by crook, if this podcast gets to the owner of the Annabelle doll, let me investigate it. We'll come over and investigate it, but you've got to let yes. all access to it. I yes, don't please. <laughs> I don't please. Know. And don't tell us not to touch it because we'll do it anyway. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be possessed and sitting down on a chair <laughs> and knocking down and that being it. Um, I want to say a big thank you to Kim for joining us today, Kim. Thank you for having me. And um, we will be back again next week with another podcast. I hope you enjoy this episode. You can find us now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're on all the media subjects now. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And, guys, we have a YouTube channel. So go over there and look at some of our old videos, okay? We're going to be live on YouTube and Facebook from now on. So please follow us on all them pla um, platforms. Once again, thank you, Kim, for joining us and thank you for listening to the podcast.